Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today is our fifth and final episode in our conversation with Devin Abden. We hope you enjoy. Did What what prepared you for what you... Chris, you've been working with Franklin County Public Health for three years, and you're not in the same position. You've been, you've been in different positions and promoted. Like you're, you're knocking it out of the park, man. What did... So like with those are those are things that's who you are, but also things that you learned in the refuge. What are some things um, that you, I guess, learned here at the refuge that helped prepare you for what you're doing now? Uh, I would say one of the main things is, um, thankfully, I am not the one doing the saving. Like I'm not anybody's savior, mm-hmm. and so. That has really helped me because this work is tough. Uh, we meet people at some of the, the lowest points of their life. And to be able to have um, solid boundaries, but also to realize, um, again, I'm not going to save this person. This person is going to save themselves. Um, I can just help them kind of navigate the mess uh, to get where they want to be. Not where I want them to be, but kind of where they want to be. Um so one of them, again, the main thing that really helped me is like, I'm not the one doing the saving. Mm. Um, you know, and a lot of my life, I had always had like high esteem for myself, even though um, I wasn't really doing anything but spinning my wheels, but I always mm-hmm. felt more important than I, than I ever was. And so, yeah, the, the time in the refuge really helped me to step into this role and not try to save people the way that I think they need to be saved, um, but to let them kind of figure it out on their own um, and just walk through that mess with them. Oh, so not, not trying to fix their problems for them, but just be there as they figure it out with them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I started to realize that trying to, trying to fix somebody's problems for them is pretty freaking stressful on top of whatever you've got going on in your own life. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, um, it's like relieving to, to, to not take things personal, control what you can only control, and to let people figure out their mess, but walk through the mess with them. It's just yeah. so relieving to not have to try to be somebody's savior. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So how did, so what, what were you seeing, like in hindsight, where were you, how are you seeing how Christ worked in your life from before the refuge, in the refuge to where you're at now? Cause you're not doing this alone anymore. Like you, like yeah. you met uh, your wife, Monica, and you guys aren't alone. You have a little guy, Max. How did, how did that, uh, how did that come about? So my wife, Monica's sister actually went through the community health worker class with Matthew and I, mm-hmm. um, and her and I had talked and got to know each other a little bit and, uh, we were at the graduation ceremony and Monica showed up and uh, the rest of Laura's family, her sister. Um, so I didn't think nothing of it. Um, and after the ceremony, we were kind of hanging out in the lobby, taking pictures and hanging out and talking. And as everybody was leaving, me and Matthew were just kind of lingering by the door talking. And uh, Laura and her family walked out, but then Laura and her sister walked back in. And Laura's like, hey, Devin, this is my sister, um, Monica. You're single. She's single. And then she walked away. <laughs> so I'm just standing there like absolutely speechless. I like, don't even know what to say. Just completely caught off guard. Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, no, we exchanged numbers and I think I, I took her out to dinner. It was two or three nights later. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's it. where it all went from there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. How did, how do you feel like, uh, Jesus guided your steps through this? I mean, I, I, I don't think you can go without saying that, um, again, you know, my life, myself nor none of my family were religious um but somehow i ended up at the refuge um and so i think you know i again i can't go without saying that obviously you know, god and jesus kind of guided me there um and yeah i think one of the main ways that that jesus did and continues to guide me is like um this whole idea of like having a savior um has really allowed me to continue to like confront my mess to come face to face with my crap um, and not be scared of what's on the other side. He's already know what's on the other side, which is, mm. is Christ and, and that sort of grace and forgiveness. And um, just that model of, of Jesus Christ, like walking through my mess with me has prepared me for a lot more than, uh, than I would ever imagine because he continues to do it. Cause I'm still walking through a mess. Like I'm still working through crap myself. Um, but he, nevertheless is still right there so yeah. yeah it's it's been very uh it's so relieving man i put a lot of pressure on myself throughout my life to like figure it out and have direction and you know i still have to work at it um but that direction's provided you know and so yeah. it's uh yeah man it's been very very relieving to, to like not put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. Yeah. So what does, what does, uh, we talked a lot about uh, your past and your story and how you got here. So what, what is, uh, a day and what does it look like now for you? What's your present, present day life? What are the things going on? Like, how are you staying healthy? Um, I have, maintained like the discipline of the early morning quiet time i found like with the family the wife and a kid like the early morning seems to just work the best for me so i've, I've maintained that that's one of the ways that I, i've stayed healthy um and just staying in community like going to church every sunday even if i don't want to going to community group when i really don't want to um just hanging out with friends and you know just reaching out to people and not isolating um I still sort of have a tendency to like, I like to dress it up as like, you know, just being an introvert, but in all reality, it's just like my excuse to isolate. So just not isolating is one of the mm. best ways that I stay healthy. I'm just not like intentionally not hanging out with people or intentionally saying no to things when I don't have any reason not to go, you know, just, just being around other people that is really helpful. Hmm. that's good well uh what would be some what would be like the to kind of end this what would be some parting i guess advice that you would give to the guys in the refuge but not just that but just like if if you were to say like this is most important thing for you to be a, a good husband a good a good man a good neighbor what would that be
Uh, for me, that would be to um, to just remain teachable, like to just be teachable, like you know, because we're all on on a journey, right? None of us have ever really got it figured out. We probably will in this lifetime, and so to just remain teachable, you know, like be open to to other people, um, be open to accountability. Um, you know, and, and by, by being teachable, I think one of the practical ways to do that is to just be vulnerable with the people around you that you care about and, and really, um, just keep learning, man. Yeah. Just, just don't stop because obviously, you know, again, I don't have it figured out. Um, and so that's one of the big things for me is to just like always always try to like i always try to to learn more to 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 teach myself um you know to not quit just because i think i've reached a point in my life where i have everything i ever wanted hmm. that's good well Devin, it yeah because yeah Devin, I'm glad. I, I appreciate. I'm, I've been very, very grateful for who you are. Like you are, you've gone, you've done a ton of growing since I first met you. Um, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I am very thankful that I that I can count you as one of my friends uh, that'll call me on my bull crap. So, thank you for that. It's, I am, I'm. You should be incredibly proud of all the things you you have accomplished in a very short amount of time. Like. You have an excellent, excellent wife, really awesome little kid. My, my daughters love Max. They think he's like the best thing in the world. Um, they ask more about him than most other people. It's pretty funny. Um, but you're a leader at church. You own, a, you own your own house in the hilltop. Um, you're doing great at work, deeply respected. Um, I'm very grateful to count you as a friend. So I love you, buddy. Thanks for your time. Yeah, man. That means a lot. I uh, love you too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a new conversation. Thanks for listening.